Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio. Your hometown news broadcasting from the Debbie Matthews Nashville Realty Newsroom in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Wednesday, December 13th, and we start with local news. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee, Department of Economic and Community Development Commissioner Stuart C. McWhorter, and Zentria Technology officials announced yesterday that the company will invest $45 million to establish its first U.S. metal composite production facility in Mount Pleasant. Zentria will create 85 new jobs at the Cherry Glen Industrial Park, a select Tennessee certified site in Murray County. Based in Taiwan, Zentria Technology Materials Company Limited is a leading manufacturer of metal composite material. The Tennessee location will serve the automotive industry with the composite panels used to manufacture truck and trailer bodies. Zentria's expansion to Tennessee results from years of research to locate a manufacturing facility in closer proximity to Zentria's U.S. customer base. The Mount Pleasant plant will house equipment capable of two lines for lamination and one line for fabrication. Since 2019, the Tennessee Economic and Community Development has supported nearly 15 economic development projects in Murray County, resulting in approximately 3,500 job commitments and $4.8 billion in capital investment. Global brands continue choosing to invest in Tennessee thanks to our low cost of doing business, highly skilled workforce, and central location. I thank Zentria for selecting the Volunteer State as home to its first U.S. location and believe these 85 new jobs will positively impact families across Murray County for years to come, said Governor Bill Lee. The state of Tennessee has a pro-business climate and is aggressively attracting international manufacturing companies like ours. Establishing a manufacturing operation in Tennessee will allow us to better collaborate and serve our valued customers throughout North America while demonstrating what Taiwanese innovation, that Taiwanese innovation has a home in the southeastern U.S., said Howard Cheng, CEO of Zentria Technology Materials. The city of Mount Pleasant continues to attract international investment in no small part due to the local investments made in the select Tennessee certified Cherry Glen Industrial Park, infrastructure improvements, and high-quality education and workforce development programs. We would like to thank Zentria for selecting Mount Pleasant as the location for their new manufacturing facility. Additionally, we would like to thank the Tennessee Economic and Community Development, TVA, NACC, MTIDA, the South Central Tennessee Development District, MPPS, and Industrial Development Board of Murray County, and the Murray Alliance for their continued economic development teamwork and support, making announcements like this possible, said Mount Pleasant Mayor Bill White. Murray County Mayor Sheila Butt said, I would like to welcome Zentria as the newest member of Team Murray. I am especially excited by how well the diversification of industry to our local economy and the addition of high-quality job opportunities matches with the economic development goals and targets identified by the community. What a great fit and what a great new addition. I would like to thank Zentria for their investment in Murray County and our economic development partners for their hard work and continued support of the community, she said. Senator Joey Hensley said, We are pleased to welcome Zentria to Tennessee, which will be home to its first facility in the United States. This significant investment will create valuable jobs, boost our local economy, and further establish our community as a manufacturing hub. We wish Zentria a long and prosperous future. 
The Spring Hill Chamber of Commerce celebrated its 20th anniversary and the achievements of its members at its annual State of the Chamber and Awards Ceremony on December 7th at the UAW Hall in Spring Hill. The event celebrated significant growth for the Chamber, honored legacy member Pat Larson of A Paddle for Your Thoughts for her pivotal role in establishing the Chamber in Spring Hill, and welcomed the Chamber's 500th member, Mary Williams of Super Shuttle Nashville. In 2023, the Chamber saw a membership increase to 529, including 126 new members and a 93% retention rate. It hosted a record-setting 49 programs and events and participated in 44 ribbon cuttings, highlighting the expanding business community in Spring Hill. The annual award recipients included Erica Sanchez, who won the George Bobier Ambassador of the Year Award. The Jim Grimes Board Member of the Year Award went to Melinda Miller of Halifax Hospitality. The new Member of the Year Award went to Massage Envy of Spring Hill. And the Chamber Member of the Year Award went to Wild Root Florist and Gift Shop. The event concluded with a keynote address on corporate vision by Butch Spiridon, former CEO of the Nashville Convention and Visitors Corporation, who retired in June after 32 years of service. Executive Director Becca Melton expressed gratitude toward the members during the State of the Chamber and award ceremony. We are so thankful to our members for another wonderful year, Melton said. It, this year's event celebrated not only our significant milestones and achievements, but also underscored the remarkable spirit of collaboration and growth in our community, she said. Seeing our members' contributions to the Chamber's success is truly inspiring, said Jamie Davis, 2024 board chair. We eagerly anticipate building upon this momentum in the upcoming year, she said. The Spring Hill Chamber of Commerce aims to positively influence the business culture for a better Spring Hill. It provides professional development, networking opportunities, and support services to local professionals. The Chamber also manages the Spring Hill Welcome Center at 5326 Main Street in Spring Hill. Yesterday, Mr. Electric, a new electrical systems company, held a ribbon-cutting ceremony in Columbia. Front Porch Radio's Delk Kennedy attended the grand opening and spoke to the owner and lead technician about what the company has to offer. This is Delk Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. This afternoon, I am in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. I'm at the grand opening and ribbon-cutting for Mr. Electric. I'm speaking with Tara Bopp, who is the owner of Mr. Electric. Tara, congratulations. Thank you very much. We're really excited to be here today. Well, now I understand that both your husband is retired military. You are also a veteran. And tell me your story. Y'all have decided now that you're out of the military, and thank you for your service, to make Columbia your home. Tell me about that. Yeah, we've moved around quite a bit in our um, past years and been in Columbia about 10 years now, um, so decided to stay here, set up roots for our kids, and we love it here. And along the way, you decided to uh, get into small business and open Mr. Electric. Yep, we uh, decided that about a year and a half ago and then putting the pieces together to open up this past October. Congratulations again, and I've got the lead technician for Mr. Electric with me, Clayton Vaughn. Clayton, tell me what Mr. Electric can do for residential, commercial, whatever type of accounts you might service. So with Mr. Electric, we offer a lot of different things in the electrical spectrum. We can definitely improve your house, how it functions with the electrical system. We can add things that you're wanting to change inside of your house, uh, just making sure that you and your family are safe and that also the technician is safe to work on y'all's electrical system. And I understand you offer everything from as small as hanging a 
a ceiling fan to major types of work, perhaps on commercial properties. Yes, sir. We do a little bit of everything, uh, big and small. We're, we're not afraid to tackle it. No job too big or too small. That's right. That's awesome. All right. Tara, tell us. Now, if people are interested in more information about Mr. Electric, getting in contact with you, getting to know more about your services, where do they go? They can find us on uh, the Internet, on our website, mrelectric.com, backslash Columbia hyphen TN. Um, They can also call us at 615-550-4355. One more time, that number. 615-550-4355. One more time, the website. MrElectric.com backslash Columbia hyphen TN. And tell us your service area and your days and hours, please. Our service area is Columbia, Spring Hill, Thompson Station, College Grove. Our hours are Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Okay. Again, Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. This afternoon, I'm at the grand opening and ribbon cutting for Mr. Electric in downtown Columbia. I've been speaking with Tara Bob, she and her husband veterans of service in the United States military are now calling Columbia their home and they've opened a small business. And again, welcome to Columbia, Tara. Thank you very much. Clayton, you're ready to go, man. No problem too big or too small. That's right. We're ready to tackle it all. (laughs) There we go. Congratulations again, folks. Thank you very much. Spring Hill Parks and Recreation Director Casey Williams brought the most recent plans for the expansion of the Walnut Street Skate Park to the city's planning commission last week, which includes the addition of four pickleball courts. Along with the pickleball courts, a building that will contain restrooms was proposed, but the city staff and engineers have concerns that will need to be addressed. Currently, the restroom's building's height is not tall enough to meet code at just over 12 feet. The city's unified development code requires buildings to be 14 feet under the current zoning. I think it's appropriate, even though it is a restroom, that we are consistent with making sure we build to city standards, City Development Director Peter Hughes said. Hughes also asked if the building was planned to be used as a storm shelter, which Williams said it would not, at least not to her knowledge. Commissioner Jonathan Duda asked if the park would have any lighting, but currently city parks close at dark, which would presume there would be no need for lighting at the park. Williams, however, did state that lighting could be part of future plans for the park. Spring Hill will enhance the Walnut Street Skate Park with a $300,000 grant that will fund these additions and improve Fisher Park at Port Royal by adding a small Americans with Disabilities Act compliant mobility tract with cornhole, lighting, irrigation, and field restoration. The grant is part of the $7.6 million awarded to communities throughout the state from the Local Parks and Recreation Fund Program and the Land and Water Conservation Fund Program. The state is also awarding $1.9 million in grants from the Recreation Trails Program. Parks are a very important part of our communities, and I am very pleased these funds are available for this project, said Senator Joey Hensley. They serve as a wonderful outdoor space for our residents, improving the quality of life for our citizens, and promoting outdoor activity. I congratulate our local officials who were instrumental in helping secure these funds, he said. These recreation amenities will enhance the quality of life in our community, but it will also give residents with disabilities greater access to our parks, said Representative Scott Sapicki. I thank our city leaders for their partnership and for submitting a successful application for these very worthy projects. It was an honor to support their efforts, and I appreciate TDEC's investment in Spring Hill, he said.
The LPRF program provides state funding for the purchase of land for parks, natural areas, greenways, and recreational facilities. LPRF funds also may be used for trail development and capital projects in parks, natural areas, and greenways. The LWCF program provides grants to states to administer to state and local governments for the acquisition and development of outdoor public recreation areas and facilities. The grants require a 50% match. The RTP is a federally funded state-administered grant program providing funds for land acquisition for trails, trail maintenance, trail construction, rehabilitation, and trailhead support facilities. These grants are distributed in the form of an 80% grant with a 20% match. Due to the severe weather on Saturday, the city of Spring Hill postponed the Christmas parade from Saturday, December 9th to Saturday, December 16th. The parade will begin at 5 p.m. and all logistics will remain the same. If you have any questions or require additional information, please contact the city of Spring Hill by emailing commdept at springhilltn.org. The Tennessee Highway Patrol will be conducting sobriety roadside safety checkpoints during the week of December 15th on State Highway 7.1 miles south of Knob Creek in Murray County starting at 10 p.m. Impaired driving is a serious crime that kills more than 16,000 people and injures 305,000 people every year in the United States. Troopers will evaluate drivers for signs of alcohol or drug impairment. Troopers will target those who operate a vehicle while impaired and take corrective actions for other violations observed while ensuring the protection of all motorists. The Tennessee Highway Patrol recognizes that sobriety checkpoints are highly visible and effective tools in the battle against impaired driving. St. Peter's Episcopal Church in Columbia presents a service of lessons and carols on Sunday, December 17th at 4 p.m. in the St. Peter's Sanctuary located at 311 West 7th Street in downtown Columbia, next door to the Polk Museum. This traditional Anglican service originated in the Church of England in the late 1800s and was later formalized as a Christmas service. After the devastation of World War I, it has been broadcast by the BBC around the world ever since. The service includes scripture readings from the Old and New Testaments that tell the story of the birth of Jesus. The remainder of the service includes audience Christmas carols and choir anthems performed by the St. Peter's Choir. St. Peter's Choir Director Dr. Peter Douglas says that this service is a nice relief from the hustle and bustle of the holiday season with singing and reflection on the Christmas story. Dr. Douglas will also play the opening and closing organ voluntaries. We are thrilled to offer this beautiful and historic worship service to God and share it with the entire community, said Father Chris Bowie, St. Peter's Rector. Its rhythms of song and scripture bring a deep sense of peace and wonder as we, like the shepherds and the wise men, walk toward Christmas to greet the newborn king, he said. This event is free and open to the public with no tickets required. A live stream will also be available on Facebook at the St. Peter's website, at www.stpeters, that's Saint spelled out S A I N T, PetersColumbia.org forward slash worship. Murray County shoppers, mark your calendars for shopping opportunities in town that keep dollars spent local. Accepted at over 50 small businesses and restaurants across Murray County, local first gift cards could just make the ideal stocking stuffer for everyone on your holiday list. Participating businesses include retail, eateries and services, including bed and breakfasts, breweries, wine bars, hair salons, boutiques, restaurants, and more. 
Every penny stays in the community and supports our vibrant local businesses, according to a recent Murray Alliance newsletter. Will Evans, president of Murray Alliance, said the program boosts local pride and fuels the local economy, keeping dollars in Murray County. By choosing to shop local, we are not merely engaging in a simple transaction for goods and services. We are fostering growth, creating jobs, and fortifying the foundation of our community, Evans said. Keeping our dollars local supports the businesses run by our friends and family, by those that support our local nonprofits, and by those that, in turn, buy their goods and services from other local artisans and suppliers. The Murray Alliance Local First Gift Card Program provides a similar benefit as other universal gift cards, allowing the user to choose where they would like to shop with the benefit of knowing their dollars are staying in the community, Evans said. Kara J. Williams, director of the Murray County Chamber of Commerce, said the chamber is very proud of the Local First Gift Cards and the growth it has had over the years. These gifts highlight our small local merchants and ensure dollars stay in our local economy. Our small businesses are an integral part of what makes Murray County a charming and thriving place, she said. Local First Gift Cards are available for purchase year-round at Murray Alliance. Visit murrayalliance.com for more information and a listing of participating businesses. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mr. David Olin Malone passed away peacefully in his home, surrounded by his loved ones on December 6th at the age of 84. The family will visit with friends for service on Thursday, December 14th from 4 to 5 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home in Columbia. A celebration of life will follow immediately at the Rebel in Columbia. Mr. Johnny N. Wooten, 86, born in Bartow, Florida, and a resident of Columbia, passed away on December 7th. Visitation will be held at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home in Columbia on Wednesday, January 3rd from 4 to 8 p.m. A memorial service will follow on Saturday, January 6th at 10 a.m., also at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mr. Wooten will be laid to rest at Rose Hill Cemetery. Mr. Michael Scott Turner passed away on Sunday, December 10th at the age of 57. Funeral services will be conducted Friday, December 15th at 11 a.m. at Highland Church of Christ. Burial will follow in Polk Memorial Gardens. The family will visit with friends on Thursday, December 14th from 3 to 8 p.m. at Highland Church of Christ. Mrs. Cavalin Nancy Muller, 83, educator for Murray County Schools and a resident of Columbia, died on December 2nd at Murray Regional Hospital. Funeral services will be scheduled at a later date. Oaks and Nichols funeral directors are assisting the family with arrangements. Mr. David Allen Dyer, 80, retired bus driver from Murray County Schools and a resident of Columbia, died on December 10th at his residence. A memorial service will be scheduled at a later date. Oaks and Nichols funeral directors are assisting the family with arrangements. Mrs. Lois Johnson Duggar passed away peacefully at NHC on December 7th at the age of 93. Mrs. Duggar, a respected member of the Kalioka community, was born on March 9th of 1930 in Columbia and lived her entire life in Murray County. A 1947 graduate of Columbia Central High School, Lois and her late husband, James Sr., were very active members of the Friendship Baptist Church for over 75 years. The funeral service for Mrs. Duggar was held on Monday, and she was laid to rest beside her beloved husband in Friendship Cemetery. The family respectfully requests that memorial contribu contributions be made to Friendship Baptist Church. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. 
As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why your satisfaction is so important to Jeff Hargrove and Susie Sowell. There's a great deal of satisfaction in serving a family and serving them well. It's an eye for detail and thoughtfulness and taking the time to see that things are done right. We do have nice facilities and good people and we work hard to do things well, but we don't want that to intimidate people as to what they think it will cost. Taking care of you is our primary concern. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have a mix of sun and clouds today. The high will be near 60 degrees with light and variable winds. Tonight, we can expect some clouds giving way to mainly clear skies. The overnight low will be 31 degrees. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Debbie Matthews, realtor, and her husband, Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard, and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. Family first. <laughs> My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. 
Bank with First Farmers and you can bank with confidence. With personalized solutions, dedicated experts, and over a century of experience, First Farmers lets you feel secure and empowered in your financial choices. This is Felicia Brown with First Farmers, and I would like to remind you that no matter your goals, First Farmers is here for you. Visit MyFirstFarmers.com or call 1-800-882-8378 to switch to First Farmers today. Member FDIC. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Neuschen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118. Or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years, and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. Jingle bells, houses sell all the time of the year. To get the most out of your house, let us help you there. With free home staging, yard landscaping, and some free repairs. We will car for you to make your dreams come true. Mr. Grinch, beware. Merry Christmas to you and your family from George Varalis and The Way Realty. And remember, Jesus is the reason for the season. Jesus Christ changes lives. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7. This program is sponsored in part by George Varalis and the great team at The Way Realty. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Tennessee prisons may have violated federal law by mishandling sexual assault cases and are experiencing staggering staff turnover rates at core civic operated facilities, according to a new audit of the State Department of Correction. The audit, conducted by the Tennessee Comptroller's Office and released Tuesday, found multiple examples of TDOC and core civic staff violating Federal Prison Rape Elimination Act standards, including closing sexual assault investigations before receiving rape testing results. The department either didn't discipline or didn't document the discipline of at least four employees with substantiated allegations of sexual harassment against prisoners. In its formal response to the audit, TDOC pledged to provide training for the appropriate staff to improve compliance with the federal law. Meanwhile, systemic staffing issues are an ongoing concern, auditors found. The private prison operator CoreCivic saw massive increases in staff turnover during fiscal year 2023, the audit found. CoreCivic operated triple-digit turnover rates in its facilities, except for its Whiteville prison, a significant departure from its agreement with the state to keep turnover rates at 50% or lower, according to the audit. And the problem appears to be worsening, with CoreCivic facilities recording a 103% turnover rate in 2022 and a 146% turnover rate in 2023, the audit found. CoreCivic's Trousdale Prison is a major driver of these turnover issues, recording a 188% turnover rate in 2023, a 74% increase from 2022. Meanwhile, TDOC is seeking more than $9 million in budget increases in the upcoming fiscal year, more than $7 million of which is earmarked for CoreCivic. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. 
Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Looking for a physician? Choosing a healthcare provider for your family is one of the most important decisions you will make. Murray Regional Medical Group delivers primary care for individuals of all ages from newborns to adults and has an array of specialists ranging from endocrinologists to urologists. With locations in Murray, Lewis, Marshall, and Wayne counties, our experienced team can provide you with quality care close to home. For more information, visit murrayregionalmedicalgroup.com. Murray Regional Medical Group, your health is our primary care. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee today, and now our final story. Enjoy the holiday lights in the parks starting this week. The Columbia Parks and Recreation Department have lit up the parks this holiday season. Holiday lights at Riverwalk, Woodland, and Fairview Parks run through December 31st. Woodland and Fairview Parks are drive-through displays. Riverwalk Park is a walk-through display. Woodland Park is located at 821 West 9th Street in Columbia. Fairview Park is located at 871 Iron Bridge Road in Columbia. And Riverwalk Park is located at 102 Riverside Drive in Columbia. The lights will display every evening from 5 to 8 p.m. Woodland Park will have only one-way traffic entering via the bridge from West 9th Street during these times. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Kennedy Broadcasting, WKOM, WKRM Radio. If you ever miss a part or all of this broadcast, you can listen to it anytime or read the transcript online by visiting frontporchradiotn.com. It's always there for you. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.